Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We have a great guest, but first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is brought to you by International Coffee Farms. International Coffee Farms grows and sells specialty coffee in Boquete, Panama. They now have 11 fully operational coffee farms and they are 100% sold out. They are accepting reservations for farm number 12. The idea of owning a safe, diversified offshore investment is intriguing to you. Check out International Coffee Farms at internationalcoffeefarms.com. That's internationalcoffeefarms.com. We are back. Here on the weekend edition, we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We have a great guest. George Ross was executive vice president of the Trump Organization, where he was Donald's right-hand man for 37 years. He was one of the judges on The Apprentice TV show for 10 years. He taught at the law school at NYU for 20 years, author of two best-selling books on real estate and negotiation. In business for over 60 years, George Ross is a frequent guest on the show. Earlier this week, we reported on the Amazon announcements in Washington, D.C. and New York City. Today, we're going to get George's take on the New York announcement. George lives on Long Island, not far from JFK Airport, not far from JFK Airport, in a beautiful home overlooking the water and the golf course. He's no stranger to the traffic jams on the Long Island Expressway. Even though he lives only 22 miles from the Trump Tower, New York traffic could easily make that trip take in excess of 90 minutes each way. The traffic was so bad that when George was part of the Trump Organization, he would keep an apartment in Midtown Manhattan and stay there three nights a week and be home on the weekends. It's against this backdrop that we're talking about the Amazon announcement. George, welcome to the show. Hi, good to be here. Victor, how are you? I'm excellent. Yourself? Good. Can't complain. Everything's fine. Very good. Well, George, we'll start out with something that's been in the news in your area. Of course, the big announcement in New York is the Amazon announcement in Long Island City, uh, mm-hmm. part of Queens. What's your perspective on the announcements and the impact that it's going to have both on the city, the residents, positive, negative? What are your thoughts? Well, anytime that you do something like this, you know, you're going to have pluses and minuses. The people in the neighborhood are going to say it's terrible because it's going to upset. You're going to have uh, traffic problems. You're going to overload the subways and your stores can't handle it. This is all, you know, not in my backyard type NIMBY, they call it. And it doesn't make a difference what it, what it is. You're going to put up a school or a college or anything like that. There are going to be a, a number of them that are going to resist it. That's got to happen. However, looking at it from the big picture, it's going to bring in a lot of jobs to the, to the uh, city and, this, and to the state. They got their taxes, which are going to be paid on the income that they have it. And these people are going to add to the, uh, to the money that's taken in by the city of New York and the local stores. So any time that you have it, you have to give inducements. And the only way that you're going to get one of these companies to go in your area, you're going to have to give them inducements. So you give them benefits. You may give them uh, cash allowances or tax benefits that they don't have to pay taxes for a period of time. And uh, you, you have to do it. That's the only way you're going to get them. And the, the states that, uh, that have had uh, companies come and set up factories or, or businesses in the area have given them some type of a financial incentive. It has to be. And it's, it's appropriate. And it's something that should be done. I mean, I know when I set up a factory in Albuquerque, outside Albuquerque, and I went to the state of New Mexico and told them I'm looking to set up a factory. And I said, I need, need a land. They said, how much, how much land do you need? I said, 20 acres. He says, we'll get you 20 acres at, at, a, dollar, at a dollar an acre if you bring in 100 people. So, you know, that's, 
as part of it that they wanted they wanted it that the to get jobs in that particular area. It wasn't in Albuquerque, it was one of the outskirts there, but this is what has to be in these the smart states or the smart cities are ones that are going to make all kinds of uh, inducements to get uh, as many as thousands of workers that are going to be in their particular area. And it's a, definitely a push for the city of New York. So, you know, it's, it's one of these things that uh, I think is very good, but you're going to have a lot of negative, negative feedback from the people in the area that don't see the benefit of having uh, a monster facility such as this in their backyard. You know, one of the criticisms has been that, you know, divide $3 billion of inducements by 25,000 employees, it comes to, you know, almost $120,000 per employee uh, that the city or the state of New York is giving to Amazon. It seems like an excessive amount of money. Yeah, but understand, wait a minute, let's got this one. On the inducements, this is, this is a money that they would never get. In other words, it wasn't this question that Amazon was going to give them three, $3 billion. It's just that they're going to get $3 billion in inducements. So it means they'll have no tax payments for a period of 10 years or what have you, uh, which, but to, in order to get it. But it's not money coming out of the city's pocket initially. Right, right. They're not paying it. But as far as the... Uh, as far as Amazon is concerned, yes, they can save money in taxes and they can get all kinds of inducements. It's the equivalent for them of getting the millions of dollars, but it's not coming out of the city's coffers initially. You're coming out of it if the, if the program goes through. They would get to get the benefits, but hey, this is what happens. This is how you get companies to be in your area. You've got to do something creative. Do you see any negatives from your perspective? The negatives, the negatives, just the effect that it's going to have on the area. Uh, the transportation system is, is pretty overloaded. Uh, they got all kinds of subways there. How the people, where they're going to live, I don't know. You know, you're talking about housing a lot of people. The housing is, is pretty tight in Queens and certainly in the New York area. So that's uh, as far as a negative is concerned. I don't, as far as the people working there, uh, you know, how much money they're going to make. They're going to pay a lot of it in, in just rental income. Right, right. So it's a it's it's a question whether or not it's how much how good it's going to be what they're going to have to pay what Amazon's going to have to pay in order to get their employees because the standard of living in Queens or in New York is very high the cost of living is high so that's a, certainly something to be considered but obviously Amazon has taken this into consideration usually when these big companies do this at that point they do an awful lot of Spade work uh, as to what the demographics are and what they can expect, and as far as the labor force, and they're 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 pretty smart in what they do, and then they go out and and effectively uh, bargain it to, to the highest bidder in various locations. Smart business for Amazon and for the uh, area that gets it, it it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's exciting for the New York area. I think it's going to bring a lot of vibrancy to the area, and uh, they're good-paying jobs. I think yeah. uh, they're obviously going to be competing with a number of the startup companies in the area for talent, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it, ultimately it's going to bring more talent to the New York area. I think it's, I think that, absolutely. I think that they're, and, they're, and also Amazon is on the cutting edge of everything. You know, they're, they're really way, way uh, ahead as far as using the uh, artificial intelligence and, and using all kinds of systems that are available, the cloud, and so they're way up there. And I think that's very good because I think it's at a high level. So these are not these are not low level jobs. Correct. Correct. So all things I think is good, but uh, you know, to be seen. There'll be a lot of pluses and a lot of the negatives as there already have, but a few positives. But 
some it's something that will work as well. I think it's good for the good for the city and good for the uh, good for the state. Definitely. Well, folks, there you have it. I love George's take on the situation. There's no doubt that there are new investment opportunities that have opened up as a result of this investment. You could listen to what he had to say about the New York area and think that this story is only about the Amazon announcement in New York. More importantly, what I got from George's discussion is that when job creation is at stake, companies have a tremendous amount of negotiating power to ask for concessions from local government. His example in New Mexico, on a smaller scale, is a case in point. Something for you to consider if you're building a commercial project that could bring employment to the area. As you're thinking about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.